you have arrived at your destination. Hey, Mitch. Yes? What time is it? Uh, go, go team venture. Venture, bro. Uh, venture time. Yeah. That's, not, that's not their phrase. Did you go venture time? Did you go venture time. No. Uh, I, I, anyway, we're talking Venture Brothers this week. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> Venture Time. Maybe Venture Time. I don't know. I, 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 this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast and Animation Celebration Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Cartoon Junkie, Brandon Jones. I'm here with Mitch Harmon. Yo. We're talking Venture Brothers this week, Mitch. Yeah, good show, man. A, a, a favorite of ours. I was um, really under the impression we already did this. I write. Because me and you talk about it so much. We, we so. talk about it all the time, but we've never, we've never done an episode. Um, it's a crime I, that we are looking to correct it, here right now. It is 100% a crime we're looking to correct because it's almost done. It's almost yeah, over. that's what's really sad about it all. Uh, I am happy that it's getting a finish, uh, which is good, um, because, you know, I don't want it to just be left where it was. Right. That's um, the worst you can do for anything out there, literally. Just never finish it. Never finish it, and it's just, like, sitting out there forever, and you, you, Hank is just off on a uh, <laughs> mission of self-discovery with yeah. nothing to just think leave, about. It's leaving uh, him hanging there. Geez, uh, one of the most pivotal moments in the series pretty much ever. Yeah. Maybe not ever, but I mean, it's a it's, pretty big moment where they it, left off season seven. Hank, yeah, Hank has yet to grow up, and that's like his big grow-up moment, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like, Hank isn't really, like, Dean had his, like, uh, at the end, of, around the mid of season seven. Yeah, kind of. The Christmas, e- the Christmas episode with J.K. Simmons, that was kind of his, like, like, oh, yeah. Like, when he went to college and stuff like that, he started to grow. But then, like, when he had a, the realization of, like, like where he, like, understood his father better than he ever did before, yeah. you know, that whole thing. That was kind That's of his grow-up moment. True. Which, I guess we'll get into certain things like that. But this is a, this is a general mock-up of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about it because what me and you decided, uh, because this is one of our favorite shows, we're going to do... Season by season, season breakdowns of this show. Uh, later dates. Later dates. Yes. Not today. Today is a general Venture Brothers. Introduce you to the characters. Yeah. Kind of give you an idea what it's about. Yeah. All that jazz. All that stuff. We're not even going to spoil a whole lot with it. Try not know? to. Try not to spoil a lot because we want you to go and watch it before we cover each and every episode, every mm-hmm. every season. Uh, we're going to watch every season. We're going to cover it. Not episode by episode, obviously, but season by season. Yep. Uh, probably two or three at a time, seasons at a time. But still, you know, it, it, it'll be it'll be great. Is this streaming on anything? Uh, yeah, I believe it's on Netflix. It's on something. Uh, no, no, it's it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it's on HBO. That's Max. That's what yeah. it is because yeah. the the yeah. movies coming out. On yes, that. yeah. yeah. So they they have it all on HBO Max because they have the Warner Animation and the Cartoon Network stuff. So mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited to talk about this because it's been a long time since uh, uh, since it's been out. Uh, it came out in 2003. The show, <laughs> like, a junior in high school. That, that was the pilot episode uh, on Adult Swim, uh, and uh, yeah, it's been actually never, never mind. I think that. I think the pilot came out because I was still living at home when the pilot came out. That might have been 2001 when the pilot See, came out. See, I feel out. like I was like 
early high school when I yeah. heard about Venture Brothers. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I'm pretty sure I, yeah. I didn't really start watching it until yeah. after high school. Yeah. But I was pretty sure I heard about it while, like, early on in high school, I would think. But. Yeah. Because cause I, I, I want to say, because I think 2004 is when it started. That, that's yeah, like when the that show started. One, so. Whereas the pilot yeah. was a year or two prior yeah. to that. Yeah. The pilot came out, like, uh, forever ago. Like, 2000. The spring of 2000. What? Yeah. No, sorry. The script for the pilot was written in the spring of 2000. Okay. Sorry. I was like, jeez uh, Louise. Yeah, and the pilot was first run on February sixteenth, two thousand and three. So okay, yeah, there so we go. Good. So I was a junior, so I, junior in high school. I, I was out of high school when that happened. That's shocking. I could have swore I was in, but no, that makes sense because I still would have been to my parents at that point. I didn't move out of. I keep thinking I moved out of my parents after high school. I didn't move out of my parents after college, so <laughs> <laughs> which makes much more sense. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's that's where that's where that started. So this is a this is. 19 years yeah, almost making almost 20 almost 20 almost 20 years 20 years when's that when's the movie come out uh the movie comes out the, or late later this year so oh, okay yeah, so later this year it's almost like i, I kind of want to wait till 20 right years. 20 years right 20th february 16th 2023 20th anniversary i mean that would be pretty brilliant if they're, unless they're releasing this because they have something bigger planned mm-hmm. for the 20th anniversary that would be interesting but they probably don't because it's yeah. a series we That's what they we, say. we do know it's a series finale the movie so but before we get to all that mm-hmm. before we get to the movies and everything we want to cover this show splendidly we yes. want to make sure so periodically throughout this show we're going to uh, you're going to catch a Venture Brothers episode. We're going to cover each season. Uh, it's not going to be one week after the other. Then we'll just turn into a Venture Brothers show yeah. uh, podcast. But, you know, we'll cover a couple episodes here and there. It'll be a good time. And I am stoked for this time because, you know, we're we're going to have a good time here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we're talking Venture Brothers. But before we get to that, we're going to get to our two new our animation recommendation, which mm-hmm. is the official teaser of Cyberpunk Edge Runners yeah. by Studio Trigger. So, yeah, we got very nice looking. Yeah, new Netflix original show, um Cyberpunk, uh mm-hmm. literally the Cyberpunk property uh yep, from Cyberpunk 2077 from Project Red, C- CD Project Red. CD Project Red, um, you know, which was not the best reviewed uh movie or game yeah if they would have not lied yes <laughs> that's the the game the what they showed us was not what we got yes so that's that's the biggest thing and that's kind of the biggest part of it and also that the game was just kind of uh, yeah i mean there's some elements of the stories that were kind of interesting uh like the overall plot could have been really cool it's just the mm-hmm. execution of it yeah um and i feel like they like i don't know counter is cool but right Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like it's not like that's not gonna save your game. Yeah. Just because exactly. you put you put John you you put uh, you put Keanu Reeves as a Johnny in your game. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Silverhand. Yeah. Does doesn't and, uh, granted he's always good as a Johnny, sure. but it's not gonna save your game if it's not very good. So mm-hmm. so there you go. But uh, we get uh, an anime by Studio Trigger. Yeah. Which is great. Beautiful. Uh, they got that teaser. They got a few clips online for it. So. Uh, coming out pretty soon, and I love Trigger. Trigger's great. And this does give a chance to kind of expand upon the world, because the, the the game, right now there is a few comic books out there, but really the game is the majority of the lore, yeah. and it centers around the mm-hmm. main character, whether you're male, female, whatever whatever you pick. Right. 
Whereas in the show, I don't see anybody that looks like V. Well, I guess that one guy could he, be. He, he could be a V. It's probably a whole set of different characters. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. We're going to get a brand new story yeah. here with these brand new characters, but set in the same world. We might even see V. They might even mention, oh, I heard that guy was working for that corporation. You know, they call him <laughs> V or something. Something. But, yeah, but the, the, as far as like, what we're, we're definitely going to see another uh, aspect of, the, of Night City that we yeah. haven't seen before. Absolutely. And it's going to be in trigger animation style. Yeah, all right there, man. You can do anything. I'm good with that because uh-huh. I love their style, baby. Uh, love trigger. So there we go. Um, man, I, I, uh, another another fun thing. Uh, Toy Galaxy, uh, great YouTube channel. Uh, go check that out with Toy Galaxy. It's a great YouTube channel. Uh, he did a breakdown of the Daikon 3 and Daikon 4 opening animations uh, mm. for the Daikon, for the 1993-94 Daikon conventions in japan mm-hmm. um and uh, if you've ever seen uh uh uh, uh fulikuri you've yep. seen the parody of it with uh with uh uh haruko on the riding the guitar oh okay. so that that's the bunny girl on the on riding a sword like a surfboard type of thing yeah, yeah, yeah you've seen that i'm sure that's the daikon 4 opening sequence you know for the for opening up but um that was all Studio Gainax, basically. That was who that that was Ano and all the people that did that, who then moved on to do Studio Trigger. So it's like, <laughs> so there you go. The guys doing the cyberpunk are the guys that did that Daikon opening forever <laughs> ago, which is crazy. And also Furikuri and a bunch of other stuff. So you know, I should probably do a Gainax episode, honestly. So I need to do something on like studios and things sure. like that. I think it'd be good. Filmation's great. You yeah. Know, so I mean, expand yeah. people, your listeners' knowledge about all this. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, we. We're always just watching cartoons and loving right. it, but it'd be nice to kind of get some more you know, right. behind-the-scenes info about it. Yeah, what about the studios? I think it'd be fun. Speaking of studios, Spider-Verse revealed The Spot, mm-hmm. the first villain uh, show shown in Enter the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. So that'll be a lot of fun, I think, because they're going to be going into different universes. There's yep. going to be different... Because we had all the different universes come to him, mm-hmm. and they were all differently animated, but now what if he goes to the differently animated worlds, and then we get a whole world of these different things. So mm. that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, the other antagonist, he's not really a villain, is Spider-Man 2099. They're having some sort of like, you know, uh, okay, they, yeah. they, they have some sort of like, I'm sure it'll be resolved like at the end of it. It's, what it probably right? is that yeah. Miguel's going back to stop someone messing with the timeline. Yeah. It turns out to me, uh, it's uh, Miles. Miles, yeah. Miles is like, hey, I'm just trying to save the world or whatever. And, mm-hmm. yeah, there's going to be a misunderstanding, but then they all, yeah. both team up at the end exactly that's probably what it'll be but you know so but the first real villain is the spot which i think is perfect for yeah, that yeah i've always thought the spot was a really cool character spot's really cool um you know like i like his new look here he's kind of like chunky he's a chunky dude yeah he looks a, more monstrous yeah and less humanoid yeah because you know, the human the spot which, was always just like a dude wearing a spandex suit pretty much covered in spots pretty buff like, dude to be fair yeah exactly yeah. he always <laughs> was muscular but he he wasn't like juggernaut he was just like no. a fit guy he's a fit dude and yeah he would always have this yeah. like skin tight suit on he, he had superhero build, let's say that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah is basically what he that, had. That, that's you know, what it is. Yeah, but um, but yeah, this new one, he looks mm-hmm. almost like, like you said, boxy. Yeah, he's boxy. He's, he's very big, yeah. monstrous looking. Yeah, so that's that's really it, cool. I wonder if he's going to be a man who, like, like in the story where he science experiment and all of a sudden he's. Right. these spots appear on his body and right. take him to different areas, or if he's going to be like some monster that's in this, yeah, this multiverse or something. Right. You know? It's like because the, the the way they did Prowler was really cool because mm-hmm. Prowler I never thought was very interesting at all, and they made him awesome in yeah. Spider Verse. So because he, he was a real like you know like real 
creepy villain. And if you didn't know who he was, it was kind of a big shocker as to who he was. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. And like, so him like being some creepy monster that's chasing him down would be kind of rad. So I think that'd be cool. So, uh, yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, HBO Max orders Batman Azteca animated movie. Um, looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's all it still. It looks, it looks uh, interesting. Yep. It does look like he's a Mayan who is adopting the Batman persona and mm-hmm. not just Bruce Wayne thrown back into the Mayan timeline mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes, so which is I'm good. I'm down with that. Which is good. Yeah. I, I want to. Di- if you're going to do it, just do a different adaptation. That's what I want. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> don't give me, me yeah Batman Ninja. It was, right. It, was, it wasn't awful, but was, yeah. I was kind of expecting, you know... To, a, 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 a Japanese person whose yeah. name sounded close to Bruce Wayne yeah. or whatever, and he was going to take on the moniker of, of Batman. He had a, a, a apprentice, mm-hmm. you know. Um, half, half the fun of those things is seeing the interpretations of these yeah. of these characters in that timeline. Like that's the whole point. Like, what would a two faced samurai look like? Yeah, exactly. that would be awesome. What a Kabuki dancer Joker, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But instead, it's just literally the characters like warp back in time, back and in then time, it's like and then somehow they the Joker builds a giant mech, a mech cl- castle, and it makes no sense. And so this, I'm much more interested in. Yes. I want to see like how this works and what they what they do with it. Um, you know, Maybe his parents were sacrificed yeah. or something, right? You know, and yeah, he's now swearing vengeance against all the Aztec Empire, or right? Something. I don't know, something like that. Who knows? It'd be cool. We'll see what happens with it. Um, we'll also see what happens with Gendy Tartakovsky, Mitch. I always love hearing about new new news with Gendy. Gendy Karakowski just sent an exclusive deal, double deal, with Warner Animation and Cartoon Network uh, to produce new content. Uh, he's got um, his Unicorn Warriors Eternal coming out for okay. HBO Max. Yeah, it's been in production for a bit. That looks very weird and quirky and, and crazy, and it, it'll probably be awesome because it's Gendy, so I'm yeah. totally down. Uh Primal Season 2 is also in the works as well. He's still working on that. Yeah, but he better not be slacking on that one. He has said that it is his favorite work he's ever done. Cool. So, it was fantastic. I loved Season 1, Episode 10 of Season 1. Go back, listen to me and Mitch's episode on that. It's fantastic. It's That's awesome. It's one of my favorite episodes of anything ever is Episode 10 of Primal. Um, go listen. Uh, but yes, more Gendy, Tartakovsky, always and forever. Mm-hmm. Always and forever. Uh, and you know what? More Avatar, baby! Yeah. Three animated Avatar Last Animator movies are in the works. Animated? Uh, animated. Okay. Yes. Not not movies. Animated. All so right. this is from Avatar Studio that Nickelodeon started up uh, uh, late last year, something mid last like year, something yeah. like that. And with the intention of doing new animated content for this property, uh, they are basically... Uh, you know they're 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 dousing the whole uh like oh uh you know we're uh, making live action version of Angus yeah, story okay. on I Netflix we and still gonna be getting it, we are it's being cast I it's stupid and I don't ever need to see it but right. you know I don't understand the push for the live action stuff yeah. I understand for like the silver yeah. screen when we got like we can't get a cartoon and make millions of dollars yeah even though you totally can yes whatever yeah but like for a TV series like the show works so well as animated and there's mm-hmm. just it's such an astronomical amount to make bending mm-hmm. a thing in yep. the real world. Well, yep. You can just draw it all. Yep. And then now on top of it, you got to have a, a massive production. And you got to have these characters who encapsulate these 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 characters we we knew from back way back in the day. Um, 
I'll just turn turn you up later. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Was, was like, it was it not coming through all the way or? No, it just it just wasn't on. So. Oh you're, you're no. Fine. You're fine. But I did it with I did it with with Steven earlier, so you you'll, you'll come across on mine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So yeah. yeah. We're gonna keep going. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yep. But um, you know, it's it's not just a matter of of, of getting these actors to encapsulate. We've already seen the story. I want something new. I don't want to be rehashed with. Well, we got someone who's kind of like Aang. Mm-hmm. At least they're gonna call him Aang and not Ong. Yeah. That's something, I suppose. I, I just the thing is, is just like I I don't I I saw this. I saw it. Mm. Avatar: The Last Airbender. I saw that story. Yeah, it's one of my favorite stories of all time. It's an amazing story. I don't need to see it again. Not a live action, at least. I if I it. need to see it again, I can watch yep. the animated film or that's movie it. or yep. show. I mean, yep. that's I don't need to I see. Watch it. I don't need to see a new adaptation of it. You're not going to do it as well. It's not going to be good, and I don't care. I like, want more so. avatars. Yes. Whether we go back or forward, Agreed. I don't care. Agreed. I just want. Can I, we get an Earth avatar, please? Like the next one after Korra. Yes, that can would be cool. That? But I would also 100% be down with a Kyoshi series. Kyoshi series because would be fine. I don't know if this was because the guys of the show didn't think about it or if they, they just like, you know what, why not? She's going to be 300 years old, mm-hmm. but she's 300 years old or something yeah. like that. So yeah. like, there's a lot of material you guys could make yes. from Kiyoshi's mm-hmm. story, I yes. suppose. Yes. Um, we know she's not going to die, but we also kind of figured Aang wasn't going to die and neither was Korra. So. I mean, she is going to die. They're all gonna die. Juan <laughs> died, but he didn't die till he pretty much he died of old age. Yes. I mean, jeez. Yeah, well, he died on a war field. So, but he was an old man. He yeah. died. He wasn't wounded. Which which, uh, which Zuko walked through that battlefield, by the way, in Zuko alone. I thought that was awesome. Oh, that's cool. If, they, if you go back, if they, there's a side by side where he like lies down, where that is one of the scenes where he's walk, where he's on the little like chocobo. King yeah. Thing, he that's 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 the place where. Oh, that's there. cool. It was awesome. I was like, that's cool. That's awesome. I hmm. loved it. I thought it was great. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're getting more Avatar, and I'm super stoked about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that they hire Aaron Ahas to do the character stuff, even though mm. he's doing Dragon Prince right now. But you know what? Just just hire him on to do some character study. He can do it on the weekends. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Uh, Scavenger's Reign. We watched the trailer for that. <sighs> that looks amazing, dude. That, that looks really I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> I just it's, think it looks uh, beautiful. It's about people on an alien world just kind of... Trying, trying to, to survive. survive, yeah. But Sca- like... Scavenging and... Yeah. I don't, I don't even know, man. And yeah. something about this, like, the air or something. Maybe it's some type of uh, spore or something because mm-hmm. they do walk around with, like, ventilators on uh, in some cases but these like it, mushrooms are growing out of people or something like that i don't know yeah. it's just this really wild landscape when i saw it i immediately thought of i don't know if it, many people out there know this artist but mobius mm-hmm. he is this really fantastical out of this world type of artist and he's french as well yep. and it's just a really it reminded me a lot of it but like the landscapes is fantastic the animation was nice and smooth mm-hmm. i just know nothing about what's going on <laughs> but that's fine yeah, if i right. can just see stills and i'm like let me watch that I'll get invested in it. We'll get to it. We'll see what it is. Who knows? Uh, Trigon Stampede has been picked up by Crunchyroll. Yeah. Uh, So Trigon Stampede, don't know what it is yet, but it is a continuation of, or just more stories about Trigon. So it might be kind of like that movie that they did that just sort of takes place in between Trigon. You know, like, it just is a story within Trigon before... I've fights w- knives before any of that stuff. I've watched know. twenty episodes yeah. of Trigon, maybe. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of those older animes that I didn't really we get into. Should sit down and watch that. All right, I'm down and with it. Do an episode on it because I would love to see your perspective. I think that's one of my it's one of my favorites. I mean, they, there's like sixty episodes or something, right? Oh, no, not even that many. Really? No, there's like thirty. There's like, really? Yeah, it's not that many. 
Well, I need to finish it up because yeah, I was two thirds the way through. Yeah, Trigun is not that long. <laughs> I thought it was like sixty some episodes no, or whatever. Trigun is Trigun is very small. It is a very small episode. Huh, a okay. very small show. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a classic, man. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Absolutely, sit back and watch it. Uh, let me get the number of episodes right now for you to get. Twenty six. Twenty six episodes. I was six ish. <laughs> I mean, it may have been like eighteen or nineteen, but I was like rewatch the whole thing. I was a week away from being done with that show. Rewatch so. the whole thing. Oh, I'm definitely going to. Yeah. yeah. And then rewatch the film Badlands Rumble, which is just like it's it's basically like the same thing we we're talking about. Cowboy Bebop knocking on the heaven's door. It's just an episode that happens in between everything. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, it's just it's just a thing that you know occurs. Sure, so, sure. It's uh, like a, the Broly movie in yes. freaking Dragon Ball. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's just a thing that goes on. It doesn't continue the story or anything. It's just yeah. in between with Vash, you know. Uh, but you 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 know who Vash is. You yeah, Vash that, Stampede. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I we we definitely need to sit down and watch. I'm that. down with it, man. I've been on an anime kick recently. Anime manga done, stuff. Because I've never done an, a Trigun episode. I just realized. That. Hey, I was the one that told you we should yeah. be doing some more old school anime that's stuff, true. man. That's, that's a, true. That's, that's a thing. That's true. People we, like it. We did the Dragon Ball. We did yeah. all that stuff. So there you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Super, the new animation project is up. I uh, saw. We got the look of the new villain, which uh-huh. obviously he's been the he's been the villain in the manga for a while. For a while, they've I've, moved on actually from I've, him recently. I think right? exactly. Yeah, I think so. I I don't read the manga, but I've seen like images and stills and stuff with him. So you know, Billy Goat Gruff. Billy Goat Gruff. He looks like a Billy Goat. He's a big old Billy Goat. <laughs> he's I, a magician, is what he is. Yeah, but I, he's. I, I know what his power is, and it sounds super interesting. And I hope they come up with something interesting to beat him. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'm super stoked about that. Um, Oddballs series coming to Netflix from creator James Rallison. Ever seen Odd Ones Out and Jade Animation and all that stuff? Ever seen those on YouTube? No, but you said Oddballs. I was thinking of that show where the dad has no arms and That's legs. Oblongs. Oblongs. Yes. There we go. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. no, I'm not familiar with that one. Yes. Uh, so uh, Odd Ones Out. He just, he was a comic creator, and then he started doing like. He was one of the first ones of like uh, animation story time on Netflix okay. or on on YouTube. So like you know like you just have like an animator who's kind of like, hey, here's a thing that here's a funny story that happened to me when I was in school. Blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. Just, like, a character saying that. Jane Animations does it. Uh, Odd Ones Out does it. There's lots of guys on YouTube who do it. James was kind of the first one to do it with Odd Ones Out. He was kind of like the first guy to do this type of thing. So millions upon millions of views later on his YouTube channel, uh, which is crazy. Uh, uh, he's got a Netflix series coming out, which hmm. is really cool. I don't know what it's about, but you know, it's got his little like uh, weird little oddball character and stuff. So we'll see. I think I have seen yeah. some things from him. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing that they're actually going to make an entire show. Around I mean, I'm sure that. it's I'm sure it's just going to be very episodical, you know, yeah. like, like an Adventure Time almost yeah. in a way, but kind of like the uh, the Cuphead. Show yeah, was, yeah, so exactly. The Cuphead show is very episodic, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and now, sadly, the last bit of news, sad news, uh, mm. out. Uh, Everett Peck, creator of Duckman, passes away oh. at 71. This was last Saturday, I believe. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, very sad. Yeah, very I remember sad. hearing about that. Very sad. And uh, Squirrel Boy. I forgot about Squirrel Boy. Lots of people forgot about Squirrel Boy. Yeah, I guess I'm one of them because yeah. I don't even remember that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the prom- there's a promotional photo of it. I don't know if you remember that. It was on Cartoon Network for a little bit. Uh, not, I mean, Duckman, very, fam- very familiar with it. I've, yeah, I've seen that, but uh, Squirrel Boy, I was not yeah. so much. Uh, we're definitely gonna be doing Duckman episode on the show eventually because mm-hmm. that's the, the, you know he was that was one of my favorites. Yeah, and, you know Duckman was a good time. He was he was hilarious. I yeah, uh, I can't 
recreate any of his rants on this. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, well, I remember watching as a kid, and of course, you know, my mom doesn't really pay a whole lot of attention. She doesn't watch cartoons, mm-hmm. so she sees cartoons. She's like, yeah, go ahead and watch it. Go and watch that. And then she was like in the other room, and she heard some of the stuff, and she's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "It's the thing you said I could watch, mom." <laughs> thing. Yeah. You said this was. You okay. said it was okay. It was a cartoon. Well, I'm changing my mind. All right, <laughs> fine, whatever. All right. You said it. And then I went to my friend's house and watched it there. And watched it, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, it was a great, great show. So, uh, Everpeck, may he rest in peace, 71. Jeez. Uh, good time. Good time. Good memories. Uh, and that's going to do it, Mitch. We're done. All the, the is it? We are? I'm going home. Oh, then just the news. Just the news. Okay. You fool, you foolish fool. We're going to talk about Venture Brothers. Brah. Venture Brothers, created by Doc Hammer. And Justin, uh, just Jackson Public. Jackson Public. Jackson there we go. Public, which is not his real name. No, uh, it's it's a complete fake name. I think. Pretty sure Doc, Doc Hammer is, is, is fake too, either. but I don't know if he goes by anything else right now. So you know. yeah, but uh, I'm yeah. I'm almost positive Doc Hammer is a yes. is a you know stage yes. name as well. So. Chris Chris McCulloch is the actual name of Jackson Public. Okay. Uh, Chris McCulloch is the actual name of, of, of but. He people will know him from uh, Celebrity Deathmatch, mm-hmm. uh, so that was a that was a big one on MTV. Yep. Where you know celebrities would kill each other on a claymation, claymation thing. Would, yeah, would kill each other, and it was a fun time. Uh, yeah, uh, and Doc Hammer, uh, the, some weird guys, man. There's some weird guys. Oh, his name is Eric. Eric Hammer. So there we go. <laughs> oh, his last name is Eric, it's, though, it, or is it Hammer? It is huh? Hammer. His last okay. name is Hammer, but it's just Doc. Yeah, just a nickname. So known professionally as Doc Hammer. So there we go. Uh, yeah. So Doc Hammer. And uh, Jackson Public, they decided to create a show that was basically a big parody of of uh, of well everything really. But starting yeah, off, yeah, literally, it's... starting off, it was just Johnny Quest essentially. Like it, there were <sighs> there were other things in it a little bit, but it... you can't. But you got you got to admit, Hank literally is Fred from yes. Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. Dean is one of the Hardy Boys. They're the Hardy Boys. Yes. I mean, yeah. like no, like he's yeah. wearing the the yes. getup. The, the, the Hardy best, Boys would. Yeah. Yes, literally. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So like. You know, and like freaking Brock Sampson looks like I don't even Sid Vicious pretty much. I don't even I don't even really know what to compare him to, but but yeah, it's very Johnny Quest and like Mm -hmm. you have a father who's like, I'm showing my kids the ropes, like you're taking them to like the Brazilian jungle, dude. What are you doing? (laughs) And you know, they go on these really dangerous adventures and the kids are completely oblivious to the dangers that they're in, much like Johnny Quest and everything. Yeah. But um yeah, it's just it's Freaking a hilarious show, what and it makes fun of a lot of uh, it parodies a lot of those Saturday morning cartoon characters. One, there literally is a Johnny Quest. Quest. He's just Wait, called Johnny. They start off as Johnny. They, they they initially name him Johnny Quest. They say Mister Quest in his first appearance. Yeah, that's right. But then they shift him to Action Johnny. Johnny yeah, Action is, Johnny. I guess they just didn't want to make the. It's a lot of I'm, like. Well, and, uh, there's got to be legal reasons too. But the thing is, like, I know they were able to say Quest because Cartoon Network owns, like, they own Johnny Quest. They own or Warner owns them, so it's yeah, like they're able to do that. But I guess they were probably like, eh, maybe don't name the drug addict Johnny Quest. <laughs> they're like, okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> was his first his first appearance was the uh, the submarine? Uh, I was when the first appearance he came in was when uh, is is when uh, JJ and the captain. Nope, that was his first appearance. His first his first okay. appearance is then okay. it's got to be when because Rusty the main character is kind of Rusty Rusty Venture. Yeah, uh, his dad was. Uh, Jonah Venture, and he mm-hmm. he was the the 
what's Johnny Quest's dad? Uh, d- or, uh, Jonah Quest. Jonah Quest. Yeah. So yeah, Jonah. Jonah Venture. Or no, not uh, Jonah. But uh, uh, Benton. Benton. Benton Quest. Quest. Okay. Benton so he's Benton. he's the Benton Quest. He was yeah. the old school mm-hmm. adventurer who was like a yes. scientist and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he died, and then Rusty inherited everything, and Rusty's just kind of not the same as his dad, so yeah. to speak. He's not good. No. He 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 is he is a scientist. He does in, invent stuff, but it's nowhere near what his. I mean, he definitely rests on the laurels of his dad. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it, 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 he. He constantly needs money, and there's uh, several episodes of them trying to have some type of money-making scheme to keep the right. the compound open. And it's the one where there's uh, um, the yard sale. It's not the yard sale. It's oh. the one where they have the, uh, the adventure con episode. Yes, yeah, the yeah, convention the because they have a they have a <laughs> they have a cardboard cutout of Rusty Venture with. With Venture right next to it. And they're like, why don't you just take a picture with the Riz? Like, no, I'm not going to stand next to those kids. They can take a picture next to my cardboard cutout. I think that's after the submarine episode, isn't it? No. I think it is. I'm almost positive i'll have to look it up yeah we're, we'll have we, to when we do the research years episode, yeah that's we true research, when we break it down we we'll can figure we out. can figure it out then we'll but, it out, but i've yeah. almost because it was it was yeah. so funny because he's just yeah. like kids don't let your dad get a hold of you or whatever it is like <laughs> don't he, listen to your parents yeah it's just like all right johnny uh let's go over here kids right, he's uh losing it over there and then at one point he gets up on the, the table and starts like going on some type of rant or whatever yeah and uh, <laughs> across the uh, yard, Rusty's like, Brock, go do something about Johnny. Because <laughs> he <laughs> you know? looks like he's losing it over there. He's losing his mind. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But so essentially, it's, it's a parody of Johnny Quest. Uh, Race Bannon even makes a, makes an appearance in it. Yeah, he does. He, he dies. <laughs> he dies in like 30 <laughs> seconds. But yeah. <laughs> it's really sad and stupid, but I love it. Uh, his body falls onto the street and yeah. a bunch of kids find him and they just start like right because his parachute's still open so it starts yeah. dragging him across the street right. and the kids like jump on him and use him as like a cart or something Sad. yeah they're like wee and then they start finding his like secret spy stuff. Like one of them is like a yeah. like a cigarette that explodes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's just uh, it's ridiculous. It's good stuff. Yeah. Good, good good parody stuff. But yeah, we never we we uh, it, it it gets it gets crazy. Um, but well, that, it's it's such an interesting show because you have this attempt to be this Saturday morning superhero mm-hmm. fantastical story yes. thing, but in the process, like Rusty's just such a deadbeat ter- type of he's not really a, he's not a bad person yeah he's not a great person though yeah well, but like it's it's summed up perfectly in the killinger episode when he wants him to become a villain yeah yeah because he even says it and like and he doesn't want to sign it and he look goes to brock and he's like am i am i a bad guy am i a bad guy am i a bad person brock and like he's like doc what the heck's going on? He's like brock just answer me he's like, am i a bad person and brock just goes <laughs> it's like not really but yeah, kind of not a good person <laughs> either just gives him the wavy hand <laughs> you know like yeah like, yeah you're not a villain yeah yeah, yeah yeah but he's just not a great guy he had a terrible dad yeah like his dad raised him horribly well that's the thing though the, the, the rest of the world sees Jonah Venture as this great yeah. philanthropist mm-hmm. inventor yeah inventor. he's the great world but Rusty saw for what he really was yeah. a bit of a womanizer a mm-hmm. drunk a bit on uh, many occasions yeah. he was a bear, kind of abusive definitely negligent mm-hmm. i mean he literally didn't know his son was kidnapped
kidnapped yeah. for like two weeks. Two weeks? Because he was too busy like fighting pirates yep. and like, you know. Spanakopita! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. just had this whole, yeah. oh my gosh. This, yeah. he, he's a horrible father, but it, yes. it, it helps paint a picture of why Rusty is the way he is. Yes. Because he's. And he even like, you know, because again, like he even like knows his dad was like, like sucked. Like, it yeah. was, like I got dragged around on a yep. bunch of adventures that I didn't want to go on. And, you know, it's like all this stuff. But then he has this fundamental uh he has this fundamental uh shift about that with his kids because like like he thinks that dean is going to be the super scientist and he's like you know uh that that he's taken on this whole thing Mm -hmm. whereas hank just had it dropped in his lap and he doesn't want it yeah and it's the dead opposite (laughs) yeah hank wants to be the super secret like agent that brock is yep and dean wants nothing to do he just wants to be yeah he just wants to be a normal kid there's a a normal kid there's a few times where he definitely tries to do the super science stuff but it it blows up in his face and he's just he he realizes he's not really cut out for that type of stuff there's a lot of good like uh there's a lot of good of a um uh uh development for, for dean mm-hmm. hank just kind of stays the same throughout the whole series for the most like, part for the most part he has a little bit of like adulting and like growing up here and there like they're not as like innocently stupid as they are in the first season but like there's there's not a whole lot of development from them i will say there is a there is a bit of a shift in mm-hmm. hank's personality he's still yeah. this dumb kid but yes. when he, <laughs> he loses his virginity yes and you know even though he forgets that he did yes um he reminds himself in a way as that well happened, but but you didn't you don't want to know the results yeah yeah yeah, exactly <laughs> you don't know one of the details <laughs> yeah. but just know just know it was amazing and yeah. it's amazing <laughs> yeah it. it's just oh man it's a it's such a great because there's well, I'm not trying to spoil anything for anybody, but right. like, there's a there's something in that whole him losing in virginity that kind of yeah. plays back into some it, older stuff and whatnot. That part actually brings him back towards a situation because he was very he was he was like, he had a, like attitude problems when Brock left. That's yeah. the whole thing. So he was like kind of being the rebellious one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when that happened, he kind of calmed back down and became more Dean again. Yeah, or more or more Hank. Well, and whereas he, Dean went more goth after that because he, he did, wanted to yeah. be totally like get away from everyone. From yes, yes. He wanted to be disenfranchised from all of it and just like you know get. He wanted to go more goth. He was getting more into <laughs> Triana, you know, stuff like that. So. They do a good job of like keeping these characters ignorantly stupid, like mm-hmm. they're just just beautifully ignorant, but like advancing them enough to where like just give them a little bit of different things to do to where like when they actually grow up, like towards the end of the series, you kind of feel like yeah, we've been on a, they've grown up, like they're we, different than we, where they were. Absolutely. And well, and especially like even uh, Hank displays. So season one. They go to like I think it's just called Busy Bee World or something like that, uh, but uh, Brisby, Brisby, that's what it is. Yeah, but Brisbee it's it's world. basically Disney World. It's Disney is what world. it is. Yes, and but with it, the, with a catatonic Frozen Wolf. Thing. <laughs> It's terrifying. Welcome, Doctor Venture. Yeah, it's like I had a stroke or something. and opened his mouth all the way. But like they land there and like Doc Venture's got business, so he tells the boys to stay on the stay on the plane. Mm-hmm. Of course they don't, and you know they're having fun in Disney World. Yeah. And then like several seasons later, he's like going through a box and he fa- pulls out this Bisbee B wallet, and yeah. you know he's just like huh, kid stuff. You know, like yeah, you yeah. can see he's transitioned yeah. in that that stage, but right. also. And I guess this really is not a spoiler because it's kind of laid out in the first few episodes for the most part. Mm-hmm. But like around that time is when they lost their so 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 called safety net. Yes. If you did not, if you guys have never seen it, yeah. Hank and Dean are actually clones yes. of themselves. Which is funny because that was a contingency. 
which I thought yeah. was funny mm-hmm. because they kill them all. Again, a few spoilers here and there, but yeah. this is but overall we this, won't get this, too deep. There, there's way more storyline than this. This is a very inconsequential thing to mm-hmm. Venture Brothers, which is funny. Uh, the uh, they get killed at the end of season one. That's what it is. At end the, of season one. Uh, twenty one and twenty four accidentally killed them yeah. at the end of season one, and it was literally put like if we get canceled here. This is it. Leave it. Mm-hmm. Just leave it. We're done. And I thought they were because it took, you know, uh, freaking. Well, they, they had they had this. I thought it might have been canceled at that point, but then they had the December special in twenty four in two thousand four as well. Yeah. Which was the uh, which was the Christmas special with the. Uh, but I thought that was just an extra episode that they. Threw yeah, the just back. something else. Yeah. Uh, because it it takes place like in between, like the Ventures are still alive. They're not dead. Uh, so we didn't get a, a resolution of that till two years later in two thousand and six. Uh, but the whole idea was like, if we get canceled here, they're dead. We don't need to deal with it mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, that's fine. But if they're alive, they kind of tease the idea of the new Venture Brothers being uh, Jonas Jr. and and um, uh, Rusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's the opening theme is those two. It's like, oh, is this going to be it? But then the same episode, you realize, oh, they're they're not dead. They're cloned. And like it's this weird, gross thing. Where yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because they basically have their minds uploaded into every night they go to sleep, uh, their minds are updated and uploaded into these vats of clones. Yeah, well, it's like they, they go to they go to sleep in what they call is the the bed. Yeah, and it is a bed, but it's like it scans their brain waves and uploads the most recent memories they have into this like compu- supercomputer that downloads all their memories into new clones whenever their old clones die. Yes, and they really don't like. Obviously, end of season two and then beginning of season yeah. one, there's a little bit of that stuff. But they really yeah. don't get into the whole, like, murder, murder, murder right? clones yeah. until, like, later on in the seasons. Right. Like, there's literally an episode that yeah. shows how many times Hank has died different ways. Yeah. And it's multiple it's, different ways. The, the ones that we're on, which is the, these ones we have, which are the final ones, actually, mm. uh, as the as the things progress. Uh, that was their that was the fifteenth iteration of the <laughs> so fifteen so they should be way older than they are yeah you know, they definitely should be uh, but they go through like all the deaths and everything and like how they all died and uh, it's preposterous my favorite is when they're going through all of it the big marathon or whatever and it just shows them asleep in their bed it's like a gas leak yeah yeah silent, silent killer, killer. <laughs> silent killer. <laughs> all these crazy things happen and they're just yeah. them laying in the bed and it's like well because a gas leak that year well there's because it, it, there was three scenes three or four scenes before and it's like yeah. a giant robot came oh, through the, the bed, wall that's right. yeah, yeah they're, they're all in, in the bed, bed yeah. and like an asteroid comes down and lands in their room or what like all the stuff and then just, just they're sitting there it's like we had a gas leak had a gas leak silent killer silent killer <laughs> <laughs> that's so good classic uh, but yeah, so the, again, like not to spoil that, that's not really a big part of the. There's more. Story. There's more to the whole clone thing than yeah. just that, guys. Yeah, it, it gets it, it gets deep and weird, and J.K. Simmons gets involved. <laughs> he and, does. And uh, 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 Reese, uh, what's his name from Flight of the Concords? Uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, yeah. Uh, he he. I just shows call him up. Flight of the Concords guy. Yeah, but he shows up. Uh, you know, just it. It get Corin from uh, we say Corin from uh, from Voltron. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so Coran uh, from Voltron. But still, it 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 gets so wacky, like the, all the stuff that happens. I mean, episode one gets fairly wacky too. I mean, because yeah. literally, so a pilot episode will say yes. he's going in, and I guess this is you you might not even be able to get this if you watch it on HBO. I don't know if the pilot's on that or not, but no idea. Literally, he goes in uh, to a science convention, and he is uh, he's uh, showcasing a new like ray or something like that. He yes, has the ooray. Ooray, that's the what ooray. it was. Yeah, <laughs> but in order to showcase his 
thing, he puts a little model of a city out and then like ooze. Disintegrate. Yeah, it basically milks the city and everyone's like what so shocked. Yeah, it's like, what are, what are we doing? This yeah. is supposed to be a scientific medicine of you. What are you talking about? It's like, you were sitting around show up here with this weapon. Weapon? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what weapon? Like completely appalled by this allegation. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you you used it. You blew up a muddled city with it. What are we supposed to think? It's like, and he's just like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's funny because he's like, because he's like so uh, out out of character. And then I was like, okay, I can kind of see that one. All right, I see why you think uh, the model city being melted might be a problem. Oh, it melted the little tiny people. Too. <laughs> oh, look oh, at him. It's, it's so sad. It's so stupid. Yeah, but it, it's just, just ridiculous. He's, he's just so bad at his job. He's yes, so bad at like, at, 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 like he's. But that's the funny thing is like he's actually not bad at super science because he can do these yeah. things that are ridiculously scientific he's just bad at like checking anything or he's just he just shortcuts all of it he'll take his dad's inventions and just kind of put a different spin on yeah, it. yeah exactly like, it just it's terrible like, he's just terrible and like you know but he's not like a bad person no thing, so and it, that, i think the one episode that really shows that is the orb i don't know if you remember yes, that one the orb is a great one that's yes. a great episode because yeah. there's a lot of lore mm-hmm. that's explained in that but it really showcases when the chips are down, yeah. Rusty really will be his dad. He really yeah. is a, a venture through yeah. and through. So even yeah. as weird as he is, and as you know, uh, selfish and and mu- how you know perverted and all these other aspects, but he really is a, a is a good. <laughs> he's a eh type of person. You know, that's probably the best. He'll do the good thing typically when it's at, when it's there. It, but he's probably um, going to try to do it to get with a woman yes. or something along but, those lines. But he also, yeah, that's the other thing. He just does these. T- terrible things that even like like at certain points like even brock's like i don't know yeah yeah it's like, what are you doing like the, the the venture stein episode like, oh yeah. gosh that's Which, a great episode funny fact that's the only episode not written by doc hammer or jackson really Brown. yeah that's written by uh 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 oh, what's his name edlund who uh created the tick uh oh uh uh, t- uh ben uh, uh, oh my gosh ben yeah, i forget his name but uh yeah, uh, but uh, he, he, the creator of the Tick, Ben Edlund. Ben Edlund, Edlund, there we go. Ben Edlund, Ben Edlund, uh, creator of the Tick. He wrote that episode with uh, with Ted Bundy <laughs> and like, like all the all the serial killers that were the Scooby Gang, which I thought was brilliant. <gasps> oh my gosh, I thought was brilliant. <laughs> Wait, they're all supposed to be serial killers? Well, they're all supposed to be like famous killers, yes. Because you have Ted Bundy as Fred. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, who's uh, Shaggy? Uh, Shaggy was was uh, was uh, Dan, uh, the Summer Sam guy. Because he's talking to the dog. Oh my god! <laughs> da- uh, Danny or whatever, yeah, whatever the Summer of Sam guy was. Okay. Uh, Daphne was. Uh, Daphne was. Um, uh, this thing. Uh, there's not too many women serial no, no, killers. It's it's the lady that gets kidnapped and like. Uh, 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 what is her name? Patty Hurst. Patty. Oh, Patty oh, Hurst. Yeah, I, yeah with Patty the, Hurst. With the, okay, yeah. I see and, with the and, the hat. Yeah, and Vel and Velma is uh, is the 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 woman who uh, who tried to or assassinate Andy Warhol. Uh, oh, okay, her, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's I did crazy, not crazy feminist that killed him. Yeah. Did not make yeah. that connection yeah, whatsoever. They were all, they were all I just thought they were like, yeah, like, oh, it's the Scooby Gang, but yeah. they're in, they're they're a little rough around the edges. But I always right. wondered why. Yeah, why? Yeah. That's why she was the dog. Well, that was Scooby talks to the or Shaggy talks to Scooby. Dog talks, man. Dog. But like I always wondered why yeah. uh also, they killed the Venture Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Well that's yeah. they killed another iteration of the Venture Brothers when they went there the first time. He's like which is great. Oh my gosh, they 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 are ghosts. <laughs> and that dog talks, talks man. man. <laughs> 
that dog effing talks, man. Dude, oh, that's the only written. It's the only Venture Brothers episode not written by Doc Hammer. That's or, crazy. Uh, which is crazy because it like it feels just like an episode. Doesn't feel like sure. It doesn't feel out of place at all. Any different? I mean, it's the guy who created the Ticks, so you know, superhero parody. Obviously, yeah, he makes. Obviously. Yeah, he would. He he's, he's a good fit for that he's one. He's good at that, but no superheroes in that one. That's the funny part. It's all serial killers. True. <laughs> so yeah, but that's that's a great bit. I absolutely love that. Hmm. One. We'll talk about that whole episode. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole thing. You know, good lord, there's but, so much that goes so into it. I mean, even even going into like, I guess we haven't talked too much about Brock. Yes. Um, but like even him. Brock has some overall arcing stories yeah. that are just. Yeah. Because obviously it does follow the Venture family, but Brock is a from episode from the pilot episode. Yep. He is the bodyguard he's of the, the family. Bandit. He's the race man. Is absolutely the, the psychotic Swedish. He is crazy bandit. though. He definitely, and we were talking about it earlier. He definitely calmed down his craziness as the yes. series went on. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely a, a, a like insane man yeah. type of uh, persona. Yeah. But and he doesn't exactly become a completely sane person, yeah. but he becomes less crazy he, he's no longer like the eye twitching nut, nut but he he still likes he, violence yes, he does <laughs> because like that, there's that he, one where uh, doc uh it's the boys prom or whatever yes and he accidentally you know yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. shenanigans happen shenanigans and, he, and he he's like kind of like oh what am i gonna do with myself and then he sees the shenanigans and he pulls out his knife and he has a big grin as he's running in there to right. go take care of business exactly, so yeah. he definitely so. he definitely loves his type of job that he has and there's even moments where he actually has to leave the venture family and has to go on to something else which is this society called sphinx which is kind of like a gi joe thing mm. parody in a way yeah. so yeah um but like but like i gonna say even though even though uh, uh brock left the family there's still a lot of his story that that mm. gets followed around and whatnot and yeah he has he the first real big arc i think mm. uh, because you have the OSI kind of like uh, yeah he goes on the blacklist with OSI yeah that probably is the big one that, the, that, the first like the first kind of like arc, yeah some meat and potatoes to what's going on as opposed to just you know just crazy random shenanigans yeah Henry Killinger shows up to you know <laughs> to, to foster I am diplomacy the, what's it, the what does he call it the, my happy motor bag my magic motor bag. magic murder bag there we go <laughs> Henry Killinger this is my magic <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, a parody of of Henry Killinger. Killinger. Kissinger. Kissinger. There we go. Kiss, I was like, Kissinger. it's not kill. Yes. Kissinger. Henry uh, Kissinger, the Secretary of State under Richard Nixon. So uh, yeah, whatever. I again, like like they do such a good job of parodying things without making any political statements whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Like mm-hmm. they don't make any actual political like like affiliate. It's just like because you can see him like Dr. Kissinger as like a straight as a complete villain. But he's also like a really good diplomat, and he's good at his job. Yeah, like, he has a whole thing about it. Uh, it's just, it's just hilarious. Oh, it's a beautiful sight when uh, he gets the monarch and uh, Doctor Girlfriend to uh, yes. kind of like because they're having a little. Which, by I guess that's some, another character we should probably introduce is yeah. uh, Monarch is uh, yeah. Doctor Venture's arch enemy. Yes, because in this world you have your super scientists, superheroes, and all this. Which they even get into that later. It's but, much but, later on. Yeah, with the whole. But, uh, um, Guild of Calamity. Guild intent. of Calamitous Intent. Thank yes. you. Who David Bowie is the leader of. Yes. Uh, not David Bowie. <laughs> but, oh, that's right. <laughs> not David, not Bowie. David Bowie is the leader of he's the... A, he's a shapeshifter <laughs> who tries to pretend to be Bowie. And that's a great... <laughs> I love like, that he... You're not Bowie. <laughs> so good. Uh, but yes, you have this whole like uh, this whole system put in place. Mm-hmm. Of like Of like why, why the villains are always so bad at, at defeating their heroes and all that stuff. It's because it's kept in this... This bubble, yeah, of like of of like 
fighting each it's other. It's a union stuff. almost, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know? basically. They, they, they've been unionized because back in the day, you know, the superheroes were like breaking necks yeah. and all that stuff. You, you don't send a level seven hero to yeah. take care of a level two problem. Exactly. That's a, that's yeah. A, that's a whole conflict of interest. Type uh-huh. thing. It's got to be a seven and a seven or a or two, two and a two. two. And it's, it's like or maybe a, a three thing. and a two, maybe but it can't be that two, too far off. If, maybe a three and a two, and if the two's got a couple of minions, yeah, you know, it, it bounces out. It bounces out. That's the whole thing. It's just like they 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 even have like negotiations on this and like it's brilliant the way i love the idea of taking the idea of superheroism yeah and and red taping it yeah to, yeah to, exactly to this, like, there's like, government lines now that you have to cross over yeah. and they they kind of dive a little bit into the bureaucracy of it all yeah a little bit later on in the series too mm-hmm. but it, it is kind of funny to yeah. see the red tape some of these villains and heroes yeah uh much like another great character uh, who Which, <laughs> we talked about how uh, Rusty is always finding ways to make money. Uh, what better way than to rent out part of your property to yes. somebody? Yep. Orpheus, the doctor magician? Doctor of Orpheus. Yeah. What they, he, he's, he's like the... He's Doctor Strange. I mean, he is Doctor Ma- Strange. but Master they, of the mystical art. That's what, yeah, it's, it's something, all, something all to it, but yeah. Doctor Byron Orpheus! And he has these... Uh, he's, he's my favorite character in the first season. Like, the first yeah. two seasons is by far my favorite... I fell in love with that episode because I'm just like, oh, this is great because I knew exactly what he was. He was a Doctor Strange parody. Yes, and just the way he would like enter a room and like the 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 the, <laughs> the orchestra sting, like Doctor Byron Office, and he just like float away and just like, oh, it's so. And funny. then it's the like, boys, yeah, they <laughs> refer to him as a Dracula, yeah. and they kept telling everybody like, we yeah. have a Dracula have that a lives Dracula. here. <laughs> It's, so it's my roommate, or I'm sorry, it's my tenant. He lives on my property. He's not a Dracula. <laughs> yeah. He is not a Dracula. But that was it. Was the that episode where we uh, Orpheus finds out that he is now eligible mm-hmm. for a mem- for someone from the Guild of Calamus Intent, yes. and so he gets his old Order of the Triad back yeah. together, which is him. Uh, a Blackula hunter named Jefferson, who yep. is basically Old Man Blade. Jefferson Twilight. Jefferson Twilight. <laughs> yeah. He only hunts Blackulas. Only hunts Blackulas. Uh, it's a thing, I guess. Black vampires. And I don't know what the PC name is for that. <laughs> That's such a great line. It's black I don't know what the PC name is for that, man. I don't know what the PC name is for that. I hunt black vampires. <laughs> and then uh, Al, who is a uh, alchemist, but he is just a... He's Literally the alchemist from, yeah. from legend, basically. Yeah. So, but he is just a flamboyant, yes. very gay man. Yeah. I mean, he is just played over by, the top. Played by Dana Snyder. Dana uh, Snyder, Master Shake. Master yep. Shake, mm-hmm. Dana Snyder. Uh, and it's just like it. it, it, it again, like. They even go through this process of like, okay, we gotta, we're, we have this team all set now. Gotta have now, a screening process for all the villains. Process for the villains, and they get this guy named Torrid, and it's just great <laughs> yeah, stuff. Oh, I am, oh, I am Torrid. Yeah. You know, this guy's like, good. I, I like him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And my favorite is like because he literally like, kidnaps Triana like before the thing and just like just like oh so what is that? I kidnapped your daughter <laughs> and, and Jefferson goes balls brass balls. <laughs> I probably had to bleep that, but yeah, still. That's all right. It's fine. It's, it's, so it's good. good. It's, it's really so good. good. Just brass play. They just immediately are like, let's get this guy. Yeah. Like, they're all excited over <laughs> it, know, too. Right? Yeah. So like, funny. yes, we got a villain. <laughs> so silly. And it's funny, too, because he kind of shows up later on. I think it's like season four. Yeah. It's yeah. when... Um, uh, 
Triana's I mean, stepdad. Stepdad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the person she's dating. Triana is Orpheus's daughter, by the way. Which, yes, is Orpheus's daughter. And uh, it, he's she's a, very gothy. Yeah, and that, that guy's a parody of, um, uh, I'll have it, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, Edgar Rice Burroughs character. Oh and, wow! Like, yeah. Okay, I was, like, I, was I was like, uh, uh, I forget uh, his name. Witch but... man riding a flaming horse. Yeah. I don't I don't know what because he has a witch hat on. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, he's definitely magical and stuff like that. But yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's an Edgar Rice Burroughs character that was basically the, the the exact same thing. Had like the pioneer hat and stuff like that. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I, I forget his name. It's. it's I was it's, wondering because I was like, this guy seems too like. He can't be an original character. He yes, just seems too right. unique. He's too unique. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. is there's something like he's got to have shown up uh, in something else somewhere. But I just, you know, there's so many of these characters out there in the Venture Brothers. It's really hard to be like, is this an original character or is this someone who like they took from, you know, an old old story of that they that has been lost in time, so to speak. But they remember it and they yeah. just kind of revitalize them. I guess. Yeah, basically. Uh, he's not one of the most known ones, obviously. You know, uh, John Carter and Tarzan. Tarzan, yeah. It, like, it, but there's like another character that he did that was, yeah. But uh, I forget his name. I'll have to look it up sometime. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's very close to the parody name they give him too, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the monarch, uh, the, yeah, the, the yeah. real villain of the of the series. He was a throwaway for the pilot, actually, because. He was just going to be like... It, it was kind of like over-the-top ridiculousness, yeah. Because yeah. they yeah. definitely, in episode one, they kind of changed his costume a little bit mm-hmm. and his attitude and all yeah. that stuff, too. So. Yeah, because he had like the furry costume yeah. and like the, the, the fuzzy costume. Which they kind of... They uh, kind of brought that back. They did when when they sh- when they did the the, the, flashbacks, the flashbacks and all that stuff. He had the old costume on, yeah, yeah. which I thought was a pretty cool uh, attention and to detail. Th- th- he keeps updating his costume, which is fun. Yes, you know? like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, like Monarch is like one of the best like advancements of a character. Like it's just so funny, just because like he doesn't advance at any point like like mentally. He just wants to mess with Doctor Venture. Yeah, that's his From thing. Day one to day end, there's other things that happen to him. But it's always about his hatred for venture. That's what it always is. You don't know, and you, and even when you find out, I'm like, there's something yeah. more. But you don't yeah. know what you it is what until it like is. season four or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it's the most like ridiculous thing. Why he has a? That's why I'm led to believe there is something more here yes. than just. Well, I don't want to spoil. What I mean, yeah, yeah. is it even really a spoiler? It's a, it's a spoiler. I okay, I, I'm, I, I won't talk about why he hates venture so we'll, much. We'll but. talk about that when it. Yeah, comes fair, to, fair, but, fair. But there's even reasons past it too that he didn't even remember. Yeah, that get revealed. You know, that's what like, I'm saying. So, I feel like so, there's more to like yeah, so, what he actually because he I says mean, that, but they, no, they allude to like one of the big ones that in the end of season seven, yeah. which is why I'm glad we're getting a finale. Yes, because that was oh my gosh, we the, need to know what that is. I mean, honestly, uh, in between three and four, I was irritated because it was like we, we can't just leave Brock on the run like that. Right, like we yeah. gotta have something more. To be fair, between three and four was the least amount of time. A shocking. Maybe it was four and five that I'm four, thinking of. Four and five was was uh, six years. Uh, four and five. No, it wasn't six. No, none of them were six years. Four and five. Five and six was three years. That was the longest wait. Five and six. Five. five oh, and I six thought was, I thought years. it was like five years is on yeah. one of them. So no, no it, hmm. uh, the longest one was three years. That was between five and six. But we got the special in 2015, 
uh, that was the, and that was the Halloween. No, that was the Gargantua two. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. One of the, which is their best special by far. Mm-hmm. So much happens in that. You got the you got Killinger versus the versus the <laughs> the the, 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 the yeah the whatever the vampires uh, the yeah. vampire businessmen. Yeah, I love that one. It's like we were not meant to we were not meant to meddle with these mortals. They are fools. This is true. <laughs> it's like they're just having this immortal conversation. Well, it, it, it leads you to believe that Killinger was. A, he either worked with them or was one of them at well, one point in time. My brothers. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Them. So yeah, that's like a whole thing. My brothers. I guess, I guess that's sort of a spoiler, but we, we'll get into the details of who those characters are anyway. The partners. That's what they were. That's what they were. The partners. The partners. Yes, yes, yes. Who, was, who were really good, like like legit villains. Yeah. Because like, like they like they were they were played straight at all times. Mm-hmm. Like until that last battle where it just got comedy <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. But well, whatever you know. But it was great because like they legit were played straight villains like the whole time. Like they were doing these shady things like throughout mm-hmm. the season like who are these guys and like and like they're really great and then up till the special of like of that where like killinger you know like it, it's revealed what they are and it's like that's awesome and then you know it's it's, it's great well that they they awesome. do they they have a lot of stuff that it's not just with the villains also with some of the heroes billy got yeah. helped out by billy. the mm-hmm. uh yeah. the the kid right. kid wonder or whatever it was yeah the, or the boy, billy, boy genius boy genius billy, the boy, quiz boy quiz, quiz boy, boy yeah quiz boy billy the boy genius quiz, quiz boy billy the but they boy they were the ones that uh who were in the pilot actually him and him and the uh he was yeah the pilot, uh, the, the uh the albino guy what's his name oh my white gosh. white white yeah white white white, white, yeah. white good old white uh but yeah, he was a yeah. he was a because that's another thing. There's a lot of connection to all these characters, and they actually all went to college together. Yep. And White was the uh, DJ, yep. actually, at, <laughs> at Rusty and Monarch and uh, freaking, what's that guy? Uh, uh, the Jaw Man. Oh, yeah. Um, um, uh, underbite. Underbite, yes. Von Underbite. Who, who was a great character from season one that mm-hmm. just kind of got... Uh, Kind of, it, he got pushed to the side a little ev- bit. Everything kind of advanced past him, I think, because mm-hmm. like he just didn't have like having a Doctor Doom parody is great, but like it just sort of like it, like everything kind of advanced past him. He did, there was no place for him. Well, they he, left off with him yeah. in his like his country was kind of in shambles, I guess, in a yeah. way. Well, it wasn't exactly great before, with but girl Hitler and with girl Hitler, <laughs> and they kind of threw that whole thing away. Really, yeah, you right. know, they just kind of like because I think like with like the Guild of Calamus Intent, like just kind of brought in a bigger thing. girl Hitler, girl Hitler. Yeah, I just I don't so know if stupid. that would be I don't know if that could fly today. I don't know if somebody so would be alright with that. It's so stupid. I love it. Uh, but yeah, and it just sort of like that sort of went away, and like. I, it, it's fine because like I think it worked better, but like I think it works better, and just where he ended up was pretty funny too. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, and yeah. But um, uh, you know, it, it's it the way Doctor Girlfriend's another great because yeah, that, we're gonna that, talk about Monarch. We gotta talk about Doctor Girlfriend. That again is one of the best character developments. The character throughout. she becomes Doctor Mrs. Girlfriend, the Monarch, or uh, something. She like that? becomes Doctor Mrs. The Monarch. Doctor right? Mrs. The Monarch. Well, yeah, versus Doctor Girlfriend. But yeah, she, of course that's like that's not advanced. You know, I was like, I can't. I'm not just gonna be a girlfriend the whole time. And again, she's played by is it Public or Hammer? That does it's her? one. Of, yeah, I think it's one Hammer. Other, but yeah, yeah I think it's Hammer. Uh, Hammer does. Uh, I think he goes. He does a lot of voices on the show too. And I think I think. Doctor Girlfriend oh, is Triana's played by Lisa Hammer. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Wife, uh, yeah, uh, sister, sister, okay. no, uh, American filmmaker, actress, composer, and singer. No, so it would be wife of Doc Hammer. Okay, yes. yeah. So, so she's the sister of director uh, James Marendino. So, okay, uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, hus- uh, wife of uh, wife of Doc Hammer. So there we go. Interesting. That's, cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, but plays Triana. Um, but yeah. So um, uh, yes, Doctor Girlfriend is played by Doc Hammer. 
Okay. It's just it's just literally a man's voice doing this. And uh, I think in the pilot, they pretty much heavily said that it was not that it was a dude because I think they actually drew him with an drew it with an Adam's apple. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, they just uh, later on just said nope, girl, female, totally female, female one hundred percent, one hundred percent female, born female, is a female, just has a. There's even an exchange just, between Brock and the monarch, and Brock's like, eh, that's not really a man. She's like, you watch your mouth. That is one hundred percent a woman right there. <laughs> up and down. Ever since. Yeah, I have been all over that canvas. <laughs> it's like whatever, man. Yeah. It's the one he won't do because he just suspects it's the voice. Like, I guess he's like, I can't do that one. That, that, that was my favorite was when he like he was like sneaking into the into the compound into the monarch compound and like he grabs her and he's just like are you gonna have your way with he's like Lisa's like no we're not doing that it's, like, it's the one moment he's like no like can't do it with that voice not like, doing that and, and he even says like why what's the problem it's like it's just the voice I can't really uh. <laughs> I can't do it and that, that was also a good one just like it's like wow that and I can't remember what he says. Like, no wonder you have that deep voice. I can't remember what it says. It's like, like that is not the reason. And everybody's just like, and Di- and and Sergeant Hadrian's like, all right, I'll say it. Her three pack a day voice. <laughs> or no, smoking. That's what. It was. Yeah, You're yeah. Smoking. You told me you quit smoking. And yeah. It's like, it's just like, look. And it's like, it's like, how could I ever? It's like, I should have known you were. Doing I never. It. I never knew that you were still smoking. It's like, <laughs> I'll call it her three pack a day voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, yep. Uh, but for those who are Sergeant Hatred was a one of the villains in the show who then actually reformed himself and then when Brock went off to be in Sphinx they needed a new bodyguard and Hatred was now going to be yeah. uh, the new bodyguard he was no longer Sergeant Hatred he was Sergeant Venture Sergeant Venture yeah he, he even got his tattoos because he had an H on his he actually had Hatred down his but the H was on his face yeah. and then he got a tattoo laser removal and changed it to a V to a big blue V yeah big, instead of a big red H so. but he's uh, you know he's, he, he's part of the family even though he's you a know, troubled man he's a troubled man very we'll, troubled we'll, we won't get into it, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I honestly I think they handled that pretty well. Is as I, as, I, as, as strange well as, they, as it really is, they, yes, they handled it as well as they possibly could because like that's a thing like you know, but you know he gets therapy. That's a thing. You <laughs> I know. know. Like, I know he does I, get I, help. I I think that people who There's are willing just, to get therapy for those sorts right. of things. I, I think there's an avenue for that. You need to have a chance it's, to re- reform there's yourself. There's an avenue. It's it's very hard. I understand, but I think there needs to be an avenue for that for somebody who's willing to get therapy for it. I think a, I'm not gonna say it's, it. It's a lot, and we couldn't get away with. They don't mention it at any point through seasons five through seven. No, like, yeah, not they don't at all. Mention it. it just becomes like not a thing. Yeah, well, actually, I think, it's more season six and seven because that's I think twenty sixteen. Well, I think they were so starting they, to get some backlash well, on I, like. I, I think they he's a what? <laughs> I think they understood that they couldn't really make this a joke anymore, so they just sort of like pushed it off to the therapy side. Therapy work. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's clean now. And, yeah, and that's it. So, but that's that's that. So uh, we won't go any further into that. We may when we cover the episode. Yeah, well, we'll have know. to talk a little. We'll, we'll talk just a little bit about kind of it, so. walk around the yeah. the actual subject. I like his ex wife. She's funny. Uh, Princess <laughs> tiny, tiny feet. Princess <laughs> tiny feet. Princess tiny feet. No. <laughs> Leaves him. Oh my oh, gosh. So silly. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's the show crazy. is. Uh, I cannot say enough good things about the show. I yes. mean, it's. 
It's fantastical. There's I've even rewatched the, some of the episodes and I'm picking things up. I didn't even catch that fifth time around or whatever. Even the like, even like the background characters, Action Man. And, oh man, and, and, and like the old venture comes out. The, the yeah, uh, the, the Kano. The the he was. They were like, uh, what did they say? Because he was supposed to be like have a vow of silence or something like that. Yeah, right. They meet up with him years later, yeah. and he's broken the vow of silence or, or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, yeah. venture. Jonah Venture, old school Venture. He had a team, yeah. and you know they were team all Venture. yeah, Team Venture, exactly. And they were all just these different. And there was only a few that were like really reoccurring, mm-hmm. which was the Action Man, Kano, Kano the, and then the Sean Connery Perry. Yeah, the gentleman, gentleman, so, Quentin something. I can't remember. Well, something gentleman or gentleman something or something like that. But those were the three. But they also had an Ant Man. Who was just this guy who would get really big, but then you know, there's an episode where he's just really tiny. Yeah. Uh, they have kind of like a fish man. I don't know who. Maybe Mar- it's a mariner. Maybe a. But uh, he's like Aquaman literally a fish character. But he's literally a fish man. He's literally, not like literally the prince. He has of fins. Yeah, yeah. He has like fins and all this stuff. So, but he was in a few, like an episode or two or whatever. But Colonel Gentleman. Colonel. I knew it was like gentleman, something yeah. gentleman. Yeah. yeah Colonel gentleman, gentleman. Kano. Uh, Otto Aquarius. Otto Aquarius Dr. is a fishman. Entman. Entman. That was the Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, that's Ant-Man. right. Because he was yeah. a scientist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Swifty, the boxer. He's like... Oh, he, my gosh. He, 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 was, he they, was there, yeah. Well, they, I think that was. I think those guys were like maybe one or two episodes. Yeah, and then Hector was the, uh, the he Haji. Was, the he Haji. was the Haji. <laughs> <laughs> and Ook Ook the caveman. The, the, yeah, the, just the, like, the, you got a caveman, caveman in there. Like, yeah, yeah, why not? Ook Ook the caveman, yeah. That was a like, great episode, though, yeah. when they were they reopened Skull Island. Yep. And they, you know, it was kind of like Jonah J- Jr., which, by the way, I guess we should talk about him real quick. Jonah Jr. is yeah. Rusty's brother, but he was... Was yeah, his twin brother, and apparently, what had happened when they were in the in, in their mother's feet or feet when their mother's uterus, yeah. uh, Rusty ate his brother. Yes, as you know, as a fetus, and yeah. then he went on to grow up and Just some kind of complex. I forget what it's called. It's not a real thing, but it's like a thing that that people like. It, it, it's a whole Edi- or not Edison uh, Freudian thing. So oh, if yeah. you eating something, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. there's there's a whole thing. They they did it in X Men too because uh, in Morrison's run because what's her name is the is the the fetal twin of oh uh, uh, oh my gosh I forget her name but yeah, yeah but she's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so, basically what that is that's essentially the same because thing, yeah. he ha- he's hearing these voices and yeah. he's like sleepwalking and stuff like that and what it is is like his brother's body like bonded to his body and then it became a tumor then he cut out the tumor and then the tumor got into like this mech suit and was going to destroy him and then he was able to defeat it and then it turns out he's just he just wanted to be loved and but he looks like jonah he's just a very tiny tiny man like he's smaller than billy he yeah, he he's the smallest being, creature. He ends up being very much like Jonas Venture too. In a way, in many ways, yes. Is why he names himself Jonas Venture Junior. Mm-hmm. and he gives himself the name, and like because he, he grew up inside of Rusty. Basically. Yeah, so he watched uh, everything going on, and he even says that in the first episode when you meet him, he's like, "I watched you fail at everything, and I'm going to succeed." Where he failed, and then yeah. you know, basically, Rusty just turns off a robot or whatever, and, and Brock's like, "Should I squish him?" He's like, "No, he's my brother. Let him let him live." And so he gives him Skull Island and yeah. kind of like lets him do his thing, and then he becomes an actual super scientist in, yep. the, in the process. He becomes better and more like his dad, which is again to Rusty's 
you know, uh, dismay, dismay, completely complete dismay. Cause like he can't, he can't be like his dad, but, you know, but yeah, this guy, literally he, the guy who's on the adventures yeah. with his dad and, is farther and, from the guy who just fell out of his body. And it's a great, and it's a great, uh, parable too, because, uh, you know, uh, Jonah, uh, J- uh JJ, uh, mm-hmm. he's very like, you know, he has the, the pie in the sky view of his father. Yeah. Whereas Rusty has the real view. Of he's him. seen like, this yep. deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't a good father. He wasn't even really that good of a guy. Yeah. You know, it's like he wasn't, a, but the world doesn't know that. And, you know, but he still like has this weird respect for his dad that mm-hmm. he wants to achieve. Like he wants well, to Well, cause he even said that. I want to say in an episode or two, he did mention how his dad le- was legitimately trying to improve the world. Yeah. But you know, it's the whole, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown type of mentality. So yeah. he just, you know, kind of chalked it up to his yeah. dad being under constant stress and pressure and just not being a good person. But he's like, right. my father was trying to improve the world. He did try to save people. So yeah. he he realizes that his dad's good. It's just he didn't treat Rusty very yeah. good is what and, it was. And then we start, again, not to spoil things, we get a lot of stuff into season six and seven to yeah. where there's some conspiratorial stuff that, that went down with that whole thing. Where maybe Jonas wasn't a very good guy like, at all, and at all, like, yeah. It's like, it, not it, not just like rusty it, vision, like in it, the yeah. whole world. It, I they, would not re- realize this guy be a good guy. And they never, like, they never like assimilated that into the into the story until very recently. But mm-hmm. the way that they reverse write it into things, all the way back to episode two. Yeah, dude, like, that's just, crazy. It's so brilliant the way they take episode. Probably one of the least favorite episodes of the entire adventure series, mm. uh, and and they they tie it back to episode two and all this conspiracy and everything that basically happened started from that moment, that thing that was mentioned mm-hmm. in season two or in episode two, cascades through the entire adventure universe. And it's not even like it's like they're not like dropping hints here and there. It's mm-hmm. like literally, it's not even talked about until. Yeah. Much later on, yeah. so either yeah. that, that that thing that happened on Gargantua one wasn't it was just a thing that rumored to have happened. Don't mm-hmm. even know what happened, and then it became this Oedipus for for everything that occurred. So the start at least of, for season seven and and part of six, and for all of it because that that launched the that launched the Pyramid Wars. Oh so that, yeah, that's so that, true. It launched the Pyramid Wars where, yeah. where Brock enlisted uh-huh. and became a member of the OSI. So it's just like it literally started everything, and it's just crazy the way they did that. I thought it was great, mm-hmm. uh, and and lots of great new characters help, uh, came up in those last two seasons. Which yeah, kind of makes me sad that, that like we're not getting more because like all the new characters when they moved to New York were like all good. I love White Whale. I yeah. love Vanessa. I love that crappy Justice League. Yeah, the the, 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 the the awful Avengers or whatever. Yeah, you know? that, that terrible Justice League Avengers. They had a Hawkeye, a Captain America, and a Wonder Woman. And a Wonder Woman, yeah. And like they and they do it for money, but the Wonder Woman hates it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like that's BS. Like I just want to bite some and she falls in love with Brock and they have a whole thing. Like, well, it's like, so great because he, he shows up at his because he's he's kind of almost disgusted because she comes on to him when they first meet. Yeah. And he's like, wow, what are you doing? Wow, and then throughout the rest of the episode, he can't stop thinking about her. Yeah. And he yeah. literally becomes like almost like a broken man. He yeah. shows up on her doorstep. Yeah. And it's the funniest <laughs> thing because she's like, all right, come on in. And she picks him up like a wife, <laughs> like carries him across the threshold. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I just, that is so, so great. So funny. I, it, it's hilarious because like they're fighting each other like on the top of the thing and, and, but it, it it is great because like <laughs> she's like oh you're enjoying these like what Cause, no because they both do it like they're both like being like real super macho about it and then they realize like oh we kind of dig each other yeah, like, that's yeah. The whole thing it's so funny like, it's great <laughs> uh so funny 
Uh, it reminds me of another episode. Not to make any spoilers, but when they meet the female ventures. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. When Nancy they're in the jungle. And, Nancy and Drew. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now, I love Nancy and Drew. I wanted more of them. And Dr. Quim. Quim, yes. Because it's Dr. Quinn Medicine. Yes, Bear. yes, yeah. yes. I, I For the longest time, I thought it was Jane Seymour that did her voice. It is not. It's close. Uh, but it's pretty close. Sounds a lot she like her. She does a very good Jane Seymour, yeah. the, the, the woman who does it. But uh, She sounds very close to her. But yeah, Dr. Quim and uh, her daughters, Nancy and Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, who like, I like Hank. Like, yeah. Who like Deans. I hate Deans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like Hank. He's yeah. uh he's very macho. No, they both hated Hank. That's what it was. They, no, they, they both, both like. Dean. No, that's right. They, they both, both like Dean. Dean. They, they did not like Hank because yeah. And Dean was kind of like whatever, and but Hank was really into both he, of yeah, them. Yeah, Hank. Well, Dean just wanted to figure figure out the the, the uh, mystery, mystery of the, of the wear, wear, wear a dial. That's wear right. <laughs> You're the wear a dial. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You're a wear a dial too. She's not a wear a dial. She's having a seizure. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh god, I love that. Episode. Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. It's a great honestly. episode, oh, especially when their bodyguard is like trying yeah. to come on to uh, Samson. And he's yeah. just like, yeah. uh well, he, he. She keeps inferring that he's coming on to her. her. He's like, all it's right, big boy, like, keep it in your pants. Like, your what pants, are you talking about? Like, I didn't. What? Just, <laughs> he's completely thrown back. Like, wait a minute, and then finally they start fighting each other. Oh yeah, you like it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you're a tough one, aren't you? <laughs> it is great though when he is fighting her in the burning building. He's like, yeah. I, I'm getting a good fight here. Yeah, this ah, is like, he's so excited. Yeah. So, so excited that he's having I, a good I, fight with that girl. I, I know there's only so much you can do with those characters, but I love that whole thing. Right. They I was hoping kind of to see them come back in something, some fashion as well. I feel like you could do more with it, but I get it. They're just literally the parody. The, the yeah, it's the it's so the it's female like, version. It, she and Rusty used to go to college together. Like there's some there were, connections. There were kids, there were, oh, that's right. Kids. They were kids. Because she's the daughter right. she's the daughter of Colonel Gentleman. That's the other thing. Is she? Yeah. I know she was yep. the daughter of are you sure about that? Because yes. she was the daughter of one of the. She was some secret spy woman, and but mm-hmm. I remember. But that was gentleman's wife, and they were, okay. they, and and he was, and she was sleeping with that with Dr. with Benjamin, Jonah, yeah. But they didn't care because they hated each other. Well, and also so, Colonel and Gentleman was secretly gay secretly too gay, at yeah, that but, moment. He but, comes out later on, but 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 that was yeah. But that that's where they met was just always at the dad's parties. They would go out and they would and yeah, and, they, and they would play. Well, because so. they were the only two kids, yes. Jonah with his, and then she yeah. would bring hers, and they'd go off and play while. The, yep. the the adults would party and all that. So yep. So yeah. So we never got to see Doctor Quim again. I would yeah. at least like to see Doctor Quim again. Just so. show up, or yeah, just up. like she's passing through, or something like that. Or maybe mm-hmm. Rusty just wants to reconnect real yeah. quick, and she's like, "I'm not in the United States anymore. Right, I've moved yeah. out, or something like that." Well, you that's know? the thing. She's always on the move because again, she's sort of like the, the you know, she's the only other one that gets rusty's entire life about what, what that was yeah she lived yeah, it she yeah. lived that whole same life she hates her dad you know she hated her mom mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's like you just have this whole so she goes off and does like tries to do the best she can with the world and like cure cancer and stuff in these jungles or whatever uh with her twin daughters nancy and drew get it <laughs> it's like that book you guys nancy. remember that book nancy right. drew nancy drawer uh nancy drawers um <laughs> but uh yeah man i you know the characters. There's all the background characters. So I'm gonna say we're gonna we're trying we're to cover all the characters. We're I'm gonna be here saying, all night, man. It's some, a lot. Because again, like uh, the new season with all the new characters, I love love Vanessa. I think mm. she's one of the best new characters they ever came out with. I thought she like just the idea of this mafioso daughter, yeah. right? And she's got a hilarious voice. Oh uh, yeah, she's very Jersey with her 
He's like, what are you going to do about it, huh? What are you doing about it? Get out of my room, Rocco. Rocco. What are you doing? Oh, my God, Rocco. Rocco, (laughs) get out of here. What are you doing? (laughs) It's so funny. It is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa Ong is one of my favorite. Ong, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, Dugong. Yes. That whole thing. That is such. Once again. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, you can go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, it's crazy that this throwaway character right because the monarch is trying he's like he's yeah. trying to give up on venture he's yeah. trying to move on to move and on. they give him this new super super scientist to go but he's a uh uh dr ong yeah. is do and he's turned himself into a, a dugong yeah and like monarch is trying but he cannot get into it because it's just yeah. like, i'm a dugong man yeah, it's like, and stupid i can't do yeah this. yeah pretend he's dr venture and then <laughs> he like goes crazy you and took everything from me <laughs> look I, into my hatred i, I am a scientist <laughs> what are you talking and like he was vanessa's uncle yes and like it's just so what? cool to see that come kind of unbeknownst to Vanessa which is great yeah she yeah yeah she back up it's like oh it's me your uncle, uncle I have an uncle like, oh my god hi I have an uncle <laughs> yeah. so I know <laughs> she so is a great character she's she great. really is awesome not, not only that she has this great personality but she loves good guys mm-hmm. which I think is great because she just has this like offense like she just has they don't say it outright but she used to date the Spider-Man parody yeah the brown yep, yep. Uh, used to date him doesn't date him anymore. Mm-hmm. Goes for Dank and then does you know, with De- and then falls for Dean. Yep. She has this complex. It's the opposite of the of bad her, boy uh, complex. Well, it's her. It's and well, the reason the so the reason that women typically have the bad boy. Uh, I guess I'm not no freaking no. scientist or whatever, but I'm yeah. just saying it's because their dads were always so good, so they want that bad boy or whatever. Right. Vanessa has got the bad, bad dad, dad, so she wants yeah, the that. good boy. And it's just funny the way that goes. Yeah, it's a, it's it, it, it's a great pair of flip on the whole like. Mm-hmm. Bad boy complex. She's not dating bad guys. She's dating heroes, yep. and that's just the funniest thing. Uh, it's, it's great. It's a great gimmick. I love that character. They needed more of her. Uh, mm-hmm. she, and and she she was a good replacement since Triana left. I like. Yeah, Triana a I thought lot. Triana was a good character too, and, but and they just kind of let her leave. But to the be show. fair, Triana was kind of more Dean's yes. like love interest, whereas right. uh, 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 Vanessa Vanessa is more of Hank's. Well, it's for literally sure. Hank's girlfriend through that season. Yeah, so, you know, but. But that's the thing is just like like Triana was a good character. I think you could have still had her on the show. Sure, yeah. But it was kind of going nowhere. So I'd like her to come back. They definitely will bring her. I mean, back they for the put the Orpheus in every episode. You yeah. don't have to have her in every yeah. episode. Just everyone. Back. Yeah, she's Which in from college for I'm, the summer. I'm sure they'll have her come back for the movie. I can't. I yeah, can't I, we're so we're gonna be, see. She'll be full on sorceress by that point. <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah, we're, and we're we're gonna see. I yeah. mean, we might see the ghost of Speedy yeah. in in this freaking uh, yeah. uh, movie, man. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna be pulling characters they're, all the way back. I guarantee you. Stuff all the way. I oh, bet you bring they uh, bring in um tiny what was his name tiny jesus uh oh tiny, tiny joseph tiny joseph, tiny joseph. Yeah, yes is it his one his one spying gimmick it's yeah just like, that's it he's there like tiny native thing yeah it's like he, get out of that tiny joseph <laughs> <laughs> very specific spying thing yeah uh but uh yeah because like i can't wait for them to bring the bring all these characters back or, or mention them oh, what about uh 
Because I don't, don't want to give too much away. I guess. Right. Just all those villains Monarch made friends with in yeah. the prison. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. like uh, to be yeah. fair, I guess I think some of them did uh, get killed off and everything. King Gorilla did die. Well, he he yeah he yeah, died from the the heart transplant or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But I think the white noise he was yeah. when uh, Phantom Limb was like hunting. Yes, hunting. He was people. one he of those that he killed. Yeah. Actually, was I think all of them were previous monarchs yeah. cellmates and whatnot yeah. so that's the other thing is phantom limb he was a great character yeah he was, a great character. He was one of those characters who was just kind of like another super villain that became more prominent throughout as the series went on the premise that they give for these villains is great because they set up the idea of this guild of calamity and intent where it's this bureaucracy and you have the main villain monarch who just wants nothing to do with that crap yeah he just wants the arch venture that's all he wants all he doesn't his, care yep. You know, but but he has to play by the rules, you know, and, and he's and he's stuck playing by these rules because Doctor Doctor Mrs. the Monarch, you know, who became Doctor Madam President, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, she's literally on the council of yeah uh, of of it. So you know, you have this whole thing, but but uh, and that's a whole thing. A whole how thing. how she so, became into that position. So then you have Phantom Limb, who's literally a lifer of the guild, and he's just in this whole like. Like, like, you know, he, he's doing all the, the backstabbings and, like, the takeovers and stuff like that. And, like, it, it's just great. Like, I absolutely love it. And then and then the backstabbing happens from the, the Sovereign and all that stuff. It's so good. Like, I we'll get into all this. I know, man. I'm I honestly just sitting here doing this podcast yeah. has really got – I want to go – I'm go, probably going to go home and watch a few episodes of Adventure Brothers just because mm-hmm. it's such a great show, man. Yep. It's so – the comedy is timeless. Mm-hmm. the The story is actually well written, and the mm-hmm. characters are interesting. I, I I don't know. I've for the longest time, even back when I was like, because I don't think I watched Venture Brothers until I was a few years out of high school. Mm-hmm. And from the time I watched it, if anything, the opening scene, the mm-hmm. opening credits was yeah. like, man, this is really wild. Right? I like this dude. Yeah. Spinning skulls yeah. and just the it, the orchestra, the the, 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 the the jazzy orchestra. Yeah, it's just very seventies like, type yeah. of feel it, to the whole thing. It's, and it's a Johnny just, Quest opening. Yeah, theme, yeah, you know, yeah. Stuff like that, you know. And it's just like I was so enamored with it, and I'm just so bummed that they had such long breaks in between everything. But I'm I, I, I was very upset when I when I heard they that that season seven was it. And was I'm it. very happy they are doing a movie really wish they would keep doing it. But I also understand that those guys probably have more on their plates right now. They're looking to go out to other things. At least we're getting a conclusion by the actual guys. Yes. You know, it'd be different if somebody was like, oh, I was a big fan of this. I'm going to try to wrap this up. But like, okay, well I appreciate that, but it's not the original. Mm-hmm. These are the original guys. They're putting their ending to the story. I just don't know how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I don't know. There, there's again. They were able to wrap up a lot of those storylines within season seven, uh, but they opened up new things. That That's what I'm saying. Like there, there's new like, questions there's, now, and there's there's still a lot stuff. to go on, man. I mean, without spoiling anything, like that yeah. whole big revelation of six and seven. That's yeah. a it's that's huge. A, that's a lot to unravel, it's man. It's huge. It's huge, and you know, maybe we won't get an unravel of all of it, but. I feel like they're going to do it justice. I just uh, hope they don't uh, rush it. Yeah. Because yeah. when when I hear that they have a movie to finish it all up, I'm like, man, I really yeah. hope this is not just going to be a rush. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're good at what they do. They yeah. take, they take months to write episodes. They 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 plan these things out as good as they possibly can. That's the thing that impresses me about them. They take months to write episodes, mm-hmm. which is why it takes so long. Like they they take their time in writing. It's the reason that. Uh, Rick and Morty takes so long. Animating Rick and Morty does not take a long time. No, like again, it's good animation, but it's like it's Toon Boom. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not like easy it's enough. not. It's not mind blowing stuff. You know, it's not like you don't have to do a whole like like uh, uh, 
uh, Sengoku version of like some <laughs> yeah. or whatever, but it's just, it's literally just like very easy, but they take their time writing it out and making sure the script is solid. They do the same thing with Venture Brothers. They want to make sure these scripts are solid. They can tie things into each other or just go back and grab characters. Venturian is a good, like, that was a whole thing. That's wild. That that they... Because they did that twice. Yeah. Because they, they did the Venturian thing, and then it turns out that was a guy named Vendetta. And then they expanded on who Vendetta was mm-hmm. later on. It was like a few seasons to... later, yeah. but yeah. It's like they just keep take, going back to this one character and like expanding on who he was. And it's just, it's crazy. And then and then that fills in a gap of a mystery that's going on in that season. Yeah. It's so good. Which I ties in back to episode two, and not only that, probably one of the best. One of the best examples. I'll leave it at this. One of the best examples of how they tie in all of these things through seasons uh, was a throwaway joke with Action Man shooting at Do- at, at Doctor Orpheus. He took a shot at Doctor Orpheus. He like shot, he sh- and he just like phased through it. And Doctor Orpheus just walks over to him, grabs his oh hand, my gosh, and goes. Yeah. Three years, four days, three years, forty-two days, and seventy-two hours <laughs> from a stroke, and just walks away. Uh-huh. And you're just like, oh, you get the joke immediately. It's like he just predicted when this guy's going gonna to die. die, and told him that's vengeful, that's hilarious. And then in season six, he goes, "Does anyone else spell burnt toast?" Toast. <laughs> just falls over, and there's like, "Oh my god, he's having a heart attack!" And Orpheus is there and goes, "A stroke." <laughs> This was literally seasons later. Yeah. It's so brilliant. It's so genius. God, man. He's just right there. He goes, a, a stroke. stroke. <laughs> it's just brilliant. It's when so I first genius. When I first watched that, I was like, what is that I mean? lost because I remember I did that. not. I, I it was totally literally like that. the second time or third time watching it. I was oh like, oh my God. He did say that like it's forever so ago. It's so funny. As soon as that, because I wasn't paying attention to the fact that he's dying of a stroke. He's just like, oh, stroke thing. And then when he looks down and goes, a stroke. I lost my mind. Like, oh my god, that scene! <laughs> so brilliant. What like that's how good they are at doing that stuff. I know, and man. They do that with plot. Like that's what's so good. And, well, these guys yeah. either are the luckiest writers out there, or they yeah. have been they've been playing this stuff since 2003, pretty much, because it seems to tie in so well together. Yeah. You know. Yep, it's so good. So mm. good. I, I love this show. Uh, go watch it. Please. We're going to be covering yeah. every season. We're going to be doing every season of this. Probably not one per episode. We'll probably do like one and two, three and four, five and six, seven. Sure. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, because, man, we might do seven on its own. Just it's I was going to say, we could do seven and then the movie. Because by then, yeah, maybe the movie maybe. might be out by maybe that time. Out, so. Who knows? Unless we just blurt all these out in one week. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Well, we'll, we'll definitely we'll, we'll, pace it. Yes. Like gotta, I said, at the most them. at the most two seasons per yeah. episode. But we've got to watch them. We'll plan these out. We'll yeah. watch the seasons, and then we'll sit down, and we'll talk about like what happens in the season. And some of these seasons are only eight episodes long. So yeah, that's that true. Long. It's, it's, it's we quick. Can, we can knock all these out in a day. 13 episodes, half hours, nothing. Mm-hmm. We can knock that out in a day. be no, no big deal. Eight episodes, nothing. Get rid of that. Uh, so there we go. But that's it, man. That's that's Venture Brothers. That's the that's your introduction to Venture Brothers. That's uh, that's it. that's Venture Brothers for dummies, real yes, quick. You know, we got dummies. we got. There's plenty more to go though. Plenty more to go. Uh, you'll be hearing Mitch a little bit weird in the first start of this uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, not to worry. Uh, you, you. I was working on my ventriloquism. Yes, it was, it was probably a bad time, I, but it, it'll be very it'll be very like low and turned up for some reason. I did the same thing with Steven one time with me and Steve, with Steven yeah. and uh, John. It was pretty funny. But Technical difficulties, we, people. We can hear everything Steven said. 
I just had to crank it up. <laughs> so be prepared for that. But yeah, it's not that, it's not too long in, in the beginning. Exactly. So we're we're good, man. Thanks for being on, Mitch. Thanks for having me, as always. Absolutely. This has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com, destinationcomics.com slash DNN on Facebook and Instagram at Animation Destination. And don't forget, we'll be back next week. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.